Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered and more stories about the U.S. Navy. This is Season 2, Episode, I believe, 21. Anyway, this story is about stolen Seco watches that occurred aboard the USS John F. Kennedy that I got involved with because I received a phone call one day while out at sea on the way back to the Vacapes, and we were getting ready to do our annual inventory. And my SH-1, who later on became a chief warrant officer, Lewis Masser, said, Mr. Nauer, you need to get down to the uh, high-value storeroom. We've got a problem. So I scurried on down there. It was near the ass, ass end of the ship, four decks down. And we kept high-security weapons hasp on the locker with an alarm. And as I got in there, he had all these box of Seco watches that were empty sitting on a table. There were over several hundred boxes, empty boxes. He says, do you see the problem, sir? I said, I do. So who stole them? He goes, we need to contact the authorities. I said, I will. I'll get a hold of NIS and the NIS agent aboard the ship. So we were just about to head back into port, into Norfolk, off the Vacapes. And I said, what I want you to do, Master and his uh, SH-3, I want you to pull all the watches, open up every single one, and make sure there are no more missing. I said, but use gloves when you do it. And, because um, he hadn't been... He, so I said, and don't let anybody else in here and don't talk to anybody about this until we get NIS involved, NIS be the Naval Investigative Service, which today is called the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. So John Lambert was the NIS agent on board the ship at the time, and the minute we pulled into port, I had uh, another NIS agent that I also knew, Charlie Jones, come aboard, and Charlie and John Lambert came down and did their investigation, and I and he said to me, he said, Bobby goes, where do you think these were stolen at? And I said, well, I know that Masser and his crew didn't steal any of these watches, but they still had to interview them. I said, so these boxes came in these bigger cardboard boxes that were sealed, and all boxes and uh, in the Navy procedures for Navy resale when you receive a shipment of goods, they are paid for under what's known as fast pay procedures. In other words, you pay, make the payment to the vendor without ever having opened up and inspected the merchandise. And so they got paid. That was Meyer Bazaar and Company out of Norfolk, Virginia. Meyer Bazaar was later indicted by the federal government for fraud and doing such hanky-panky. I said, so these watches came from Meyer Bazaar, and obviously the theft had to have occurred because these boxes were in sealed cardboard boxes, 50 to a box, and as we opened them up, they always found two or three missing. So we received hundreds of boxes. At the time when we sailed, we had 6,000 men aboard the ship. 
We normally sailed with 2,500 to 3,000 watches of Seiko watches and about 4,000 Timex watches. So out of the 3,000 Seiko watches, about 300 to 400 were missing. That means out of every single box, two or three Seiko watches were stolen by somebody at Bazaar Incorporated. So they came in and they dusted for fingerprints all of the boxes. And at that time, they didn't do DNA sampling. But it turns out that one of the fingerprints came back to an employee at Meyer Bazaar Sales. So they were able to trace the thefts back to Bazaar. And of course, I had to write the loss off to the ship's welfare fund because all profits go to the welfare fund. So it became a cost of operations and operating loss. In the meantime, an investigation with Bazaar was uh, convened. I also mentioned to the NIS agents that Bazaar Sales had also tried to give me a free color TV at my house, which I called up and had them take it back because that was unethical, and I knew it was unethical, so I had them take the TV back, and I told them if they ever did such a bullshit, stupid thing again, I was going to report them to the Naval Criminal Investigative Service, NIS. And uh, that TV was gone within two hours of my phone call. So they had a pretty good idea because they had already received reports that Bizarre Sales was involved in all kinds of hanky-panky, but it seems that certain employees at Bazaars were stealing from the company. Uh, and when you knew Meyer Bazaar, and I had met Meyer Bazaar, he was a Jewish fellow, uh, his whole company was rife with criminal activity, all the way down to the warehouse workers. So when you operate in a sloppy unethical manner. Typically, the employees that work there are going to be the same way. Ultimately, because of the findings and because of the investigation of the stolen Seiko watches, that was the tip of the iceberg, Bizarre Sales was um, no longer allowed to sell to the U.S. government. They all, he also went to prison and had to pay a fine. So he was suspended from any more sales ever, and the company ultimately went out of business. Now, they tried to reform under a different corporate name so that they could continue business, but, of course, the Navy IG and the NIS found out that they were trying to do that and shut Bazaar down. So Bazaar, I think Bazaar went to uh, prison for about four to five years. And that comes down to who you have to deal with. But they had a valid contract at the time, a valid Navreso contract, which today would be an NEX contract. And when you have an IDIQ type of contract like that, um, you buy from them because you have to set sail with merchandise. And I, my ship typically sold 2 to $3 million in sales every single uh, deployment, which was every five to six months. So that was my story uh, about, and it was quite shocking, i got to tell you, as a sales officer, to come down and see 500 empty boxes of $150 watches missing. I was like, holy crap, what has happened here? So that was a really interesting kind of case.
and it opened my eyes to how theft occurs not only in the Navy, in the government, but also from contractors and vendors who deal with the government. And so, I uh, also became friends with John Lambert, the NIS agent aboard, and Charlie Jones. And they were also involved in another story that I had a podcast out about, about the um, being naked in the shower at Bally's Holiday Health Spa in Virginia Beach, where a whistleblower came up behind me and told me about a major, major criminal fraud that was being perpetrated on the federal government by a company known as SMA. And uh, you should listen to that podcast. Very interesting podcast. And with that, Bob out.